look, I, it was it was a horrible, horrible way to learn a lesson of how important the financials are of a business, but also the financial key indicators. Mm -hmm. So this isn't just about understanding your financials. It's about using your financials to establish a small group of key indicators. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess in a way, I knew I was the CEO of the company. I, I made the fatal assumption that when I hired people, they were going to take, they were going to do their part. I mm. think, I think I knew I was responsible I made for it. The fatal assumption that when I hired people, what did you say? They would do, they, they would, would do, do their, their part. They, they would do, do what part. they're supposed to do. Yeah. But see, that's the fatal assumption. I think people make across the board. It's not just finance, it's marketing, it's operations, it's human resources. It's so many different areas. We're talking about finance right now, but just that small, subtle mistake I'll never forget you talking about the stacks of paper on your desk when you started looking at the receivables. Yeah, it was, a, it was actually, you remember the big green oh and white reams? Anybody that's that's 50 years we're going, old or we're older? We're going back. Remember the big back green the and white reams that, that, that would get printed off and they'd be like this big and they'd have line items on it? I sat with a yellow highlighter, a green highlighter, and a red highlighter. Anything over 90 days, anything between 30 and 90, I put yellow. Anything over 90, I do red and I was just whacking those as fast as I could. And then I handed it over to my assistant and had him doing the calculator. And I said, by the time I got to the bottom, all of a sudden we had 18 million of receivables of which 50% of them were greater than 90 days. And third-party companies would say, if you're out of sight of 90 days and, and you bill us late, we won't pay at all. Crazy. So, so look, I, it was, it was a horrible, horrible way to learn a lesson of how important the financials are of a business, but also the financial key indicators. Mm -hmm. So this isn't just about understanding your financials. It's about using your financials to establish a small group of key indicators. And you talked about them today because we just went and, and looked at, we're switching our accounting from cash to accrual because we're going to do $65 million, $70 million of revenue this year. And once you're over $25 million, the IRS wants you to use accrual accounting. So so as we're switching it over to accrual, um, there's a lot of new reports that we need to create. And so uh, that we were doing that today and, and you were, and Jeff were talking about how you want to be able to take those predictable KPIs, mm -hmm. revenue per employee. Mm -hmm. You could even track profit margin per employee um, and, and cash collection. I look at cash. I don't care what the IRS says. I learned, I want to see how much money we're at every single day, every morning, every single day, compared to what the budget was for that month, compared to the latest, the month before it, and then whatever the best month we ever had was, comparing all three of those data points and revenue per head every single morning, every single day. And not only do I look at it, but every single employee gets that information here. A lot of business owners are afraid to share data mm -hmm. with their employees. I want my employees to know exactly where we're at, because if you align your employees' personal, professional, and financial goals, and the only way you can do that is to build models so that you can figure out in your compensation structures how to do that and not, not find yourself in trouble. But uh, end result is the more, the more detailed you get and the more rhythm. See, entrepreneur intuition is created over the habit of doing something over and over and over consistently over a long period of time. So I know for a fact that when we look at the numbers 
based on our best month we've ever had, based on where we were at the month before, compared to what the budget is for this month, we create an intuition in the whole organization where we can start to guesstimate halfway through the month what our revenues are going to be for the whole month. Mm-hmm. And, and then we know now two weeks in advance if we need to do things to try to accelerate revenue generation to either blow through our goals because I don't, I don't want to hit budget every month. I want to beat budget every month. Mm-hmm. And someone said to me, so wait a minute, you don't look at year over year, like January to January. I'm like, January, 12 months ago, my business was entirely different than it was January of this year. Why do I care about what I did 12 months ago? I'm trying to beat every single month. I'm trying to beat my best month and I'm trying to beat my latest month. Mm-hmm. And so that's the mentality I want the team. I don't want the team going, oh, we only need to do 60 million next year instead of pushing for 70 or 75. I want to be pushing everybody every day. And in order to push you need to provide information and details. And I have every single person gets that report every single day. And we announce it on the morning call. Mm-hmm. I think the transparency does help the team. I love that some of our team members are in the chat saying hundred percent clarity. And even though it might not necessarily mean something to your team, to the team members that it does mean something to you're giving them all of the information to be either terrified in the middle of the month We've had some terrifying middle of the month financial reviews where we're like, oh my gosh, we didn't, we, we need to do something different. But that's the whole purpose of having these meetings is to be able to say, we have to do something different. And if you're not aware that you need to do something different and your team that is required to help you isn't aware that you need to do something different, what's going to change? Nothing. No one's going to do anything different. And so you're just going to continue to maybe have the same marketing and and sales strategy. And yet that's the exact thing that actually needs to be pivoting in that moment in time so that you can hit the result that you had initially targeted. What you think is what you say. What you say is what you do. And what you do ultimately becomes your legacy.